doing Pokemon Podcast. I am your co-host, Gabe, and I'm joined by your other co-host, Sean. What a do? Uh, we're two brothers who rate and review every episode of Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! chronologically. Um, yeah, that's really it. <laughs> that's the whole basis. <laughs> um, what'd you get into this week? Uh, not much. Um, it was my birthday, so... You know, that was fun. It's weird because with the quarantine, you know, everyone's kind of mailing presents in. So it's, it's a little bit different. But, you know, it was good. Got some good presents and stuff. Pretty stuff. Um, yeah, I watched uh, the new Scooby-Doo movie yesterday. That was pretty good. I like that. That's so how, how about you? How how's your week been? Oh, it's pretty good. I Not my birthday, but I've been getting a lot of stuff in the mail that I ordered. I won a uh, Build-In Battle Box. From the Pokemon Professor Network, they uh, that's really, all their podcasts are good. Highly recommend them. But uh, I want to build a battle box on there. Opened up some packs this week. I actually got some really good stuff. Um, I posted one of my the best pack opening up on our Instagram and uh, Twitter, which is at Yu-Gi-Oh Pokemon PD. If you want to give it a follow, I also finished up some of the Hoenn research on Pokemon Go. I know I don't think you've been playing it. No, not really. But each week they've been doing each uh, generation research, and we're up to hoeing this week. It's all super easy. Like, if you actually did it, you could do it in one day from your house. Oh, really? Yeah. Because um, I, I saw they were doing that, but I haven't gotten a chance to check it out yet. Yeah. If you do all three, or all four, because they, they do four generations, then they're doing a special one that's not timed, and you can get Genesect. So, well, that's all I've done this week. Well, cool, cool. Um, yeah. So, yeah, let's hop right into it. All right, um, we got. Uh, we gonna do Pokemon first. Yeah, let's stick with Pokemon first. All right. So we did episode six, and it was Clefairy in the Moonstone. First broadcast in Japan, May sixth, nineteen ninety-seven, and the United States, September fifteenth, nineteen ninety-eight. I noticed on the flashback they showed Pewter City Gym. I don't. Did they show the outside of Pewter City Gym last week? It's possible. I, don't I feel understand. like I, I feel like I would have remembered it because it's just a bunch of boulders stacked. I thought it was pretty cool. So yeah. when I seen it, I was like, "Why do I not remember that from last week?" Yeah, I, I it's possible I didn't just remember it, but yeah. Yeah, very right. possible for me too. But yeah, so the episode basically starts off. They're heading to Mount Moon, and um, so they're talking about you know the Moonstone and stuff like that. I think Brock is telling Ash and Misty about it, and Misty seems like she keeps on talking about how romantic it is. I'm yeah, not... I didn't understand because it was a meteor that crashed. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't a meteor. Actually, it was a moonstone that crashed. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's a meteor but... is a moonstone. No, not really, but whatever. Not necessarily. No, it could be space, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> we'll leave it. Yeah. So then uh, they see a scientist who we find out is Seymour being attacked by Zubats. Seymour, Ash... the scientist, as he introduces himself. Yeah. See more of the side. <laughs> and uh, Ash and Pikachu battle the Zubat. They all fly away. Um, they don't really battle as much as they attack it. So Seymour starts thanking them, and he's speaking in rhyme. I don't know. I'm not, yeah, that was starting to get old. I'm not sold on this character, I'll be honest with also, you. Also, his voice is exactly as Meowth, to where when he was screaming before they showed him, I thought that it was Meowth that was screaming. And then when they cut in, it was the scientist. I was like, what? I that was literally Meowth. 
<laughs> I didn't even connect the dots until you just said that, but yeah, it's the exact same voice. That's yeah, funny. I was looking down when I heard it also, so I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I'll tell you what, I did like the uh, little introduction he gives himself where it's knowledge, research, Seymour <laughs> yes. the scientist. I don't know. I was like, I don't know. He was you super grateful for being safe, too. He even said that he was like super hyped to be alive. He thought he was going to die by getting attacked by the Zubats. <laughs> Well, he was probably very confused. Maybe that's why he's talking about <laughs> <laughs> talking in rhyme and stuff. I was confused. And so then uh, Seymour tells Ash about the Moonstone and that there's people after it who we can only assume are Team Rocket. Who else? So uh, then they go. Lights in the cave. Yeah. Uh, They're putting up lights in the cave that were disturbing all the Pokemon, making them act weird. Yeah. So uh, they head into Mount Moon. And uh, we see Clefairy carrying a moonstone out. And uh, it's, uh, the Clefairy is going, Clefairy, Clefairy. And Brock is like, that looks like a Clefairy. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I also noticed that. <laughs> I'm like, it also sounds like a Clefairy. It's saying its name. Um, and then the Pokedex entry for the Clefairy. Ash, of course, uses a Pokedex to identify. And it says, very few have been seen by humans. I thought that was interesting because I, I haven't noticed. Is that is that accurate? I have no idea. I, I thought that, that was just another early anime weird thing that they do. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we'll see. So then that's when Team Rocket shows up. Also, I noticed, uh, well, first we see Meow, Meow. And then there's like a little cute interaction between Pikachu and Clefairy. Yes. Which, I thought it was interesting. This made me think about a recent post by Dr. Lava, who you can follow him on Twitter and Instagram and uh, YouTube. And uh, it was actually revealed recently that there was going to be a companion to Pokemon Yellow that was going to be called Pokemon Pink. And it was going to start Clefairy. Yeah, and I also heard that Clefairy was originally going to be like the Pikachu of the series. Which is really interesting. I like Mm -hmm. Clefairy. And now it's never seen by humans, so. Yeah, exactly, so it's really weird. But also, I was thinking, because, like, the top view of all Pokemon kind of look like Clefairy in the original games, Red Blue, do you remember? Yep. I thought that was interesting. That's something I was thinking about whenever they would interact with Clefairy. Yeah, same. I was was just thinking, oh, this is who is the star, and that's who was going to be the star. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so there's, of course, they battle. Team Rocket shows up. Ash and Brock battle. Ash using a uh, Butterfree and Brock using a Zubat that he had just caught before they entered in the cave. Which was odd. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why they showed that off screen. It makes no sense. And you're thinking, when did he do it? Because they walk up to Mount Moon. There's Zubats outside. They all scurry away after Ash battles them. And then they head into Mount Moon. And they're just sitting there with Seymour. When did Brock, like catch a Zubat. Yeah, but, and he like throws out the Zubat, and Ash is like, where'd you get that? And he's like, oh, I just caught it right before we came in here. Like, that's yeah. weird. Why not just show it? Yeah, exactly. Like, there's nothing you could have cut out of this episode. Yeah. So, a pretty good battle. I mean, Brock, Zubat, confuses the Ekans and um, coughing. And then, of course, Team Rocket busts off. Yeah, then, in a uh, cave. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> whatever that means. Yeah, I guess it makes sense because they do show up later in the episode. So they yeah, because they just got blasted further in the cave for a little bit. Yeah. So then, what happens? Misty and Seymour, they're Try knocked and... out. 
Yeah, or, they they leave. They're trying because they were supposed to escape in the middle of the battle to save Seymour and uh, the Clefairy. But then Clefairy starts running away right up to Meowth, and then they fall into the water, which is very convenient because Missy has water Pokemons, so she's able to stop Meowth from taking yep. the moons. And Meowth is blasted away. Yes. So that that's consistent with the earlier episode. They said the water Pokemon only work on water. Yes. Yeah, so, so they had to squeeze it in somehow by them exactly. falling in a riverbed. <laughs> so then uh, Brock and Ash catch up with Misty and Seymour and the Clefairy. And uh, they're all, they kind of like settle down and Brock is feeding the zoo bat. And that kind of shows off like his, uh, the nurturing side, the breeder yeah, side that he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Because he wants to be a breeder. Uh, I, I always remember this from like being a kid is that he would make the Pokemon food. I also remember. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, so it kind of shows that breeder side, and Ash tastes the food, and it's not good. It's Pokemon food, so. And then um, we get some more interaction between Clefairy and Pikachu, and Clefairy actually leads Pikachu and then the rest of the gang to this giant, the core of the Moonstone is what they call mm-hmm. it. So then Clefairy places a Moonstone that it had onto the ring surrounding the core and it all starts glowing and clefairies are all over the place and they start like dancing and singing i guess yeah and uh ash is trying to figure out what's going on and so he's asking pikachu and uh pikachu is doing some pretty solid charades Uh, and ash just keeps doing uh ridiculous guesses and then pikachu jumps up and slaps him in the face (laughs) (laughs) which i thought was pretty good yeah, that was good. But it turns out that that's them praying. I guess the dancing around it, they pray yeah. to it. No. Which is like the first reference of religion in Pokemon. Which so. I never thought would happen with how... Even the Pikachu slapping Ash, I'm surprised, made it through with the way they censored the English dub. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Team Rocket shows up again. Yep. And something happens. Seymour loses his glasses. He's saying, my glasses, I can't see a thing. Maybe this is because I just watched Scooby-Doo. Yeah, no, I thought that anyway, and I haven't just watched Scooby-Doo. Yeah, (laughs) that might be a reference to the original Scooby-Doo. Of course, Velma always loses her glasses. Big Scooby-Doo over here. He charged Team Rocket, Seymour did, like he was going to fight him. And Meowth tripped him, and that's how his glasses fell off. Which, I don't know why everybody immediately goes to try and fight Team Rocket. Like, Ash was going to fist fight him. Now Seymour wants to fist fight him. It makes sense. I mean, <laughs> if you look at James, you're like, okay, I can take that guy. The guy with the purple hair, then a little bit yeah. like holding Especially, a rose. Yes. <laughs> so they just get overzealous, I guess. So uh, there's a battle ensues. Team Rocket actually steals the Moonstone, which was shocking. Yeah, it seems impossible. Yeah. So that's when they're running away and. Uh, they, after the dust clears, they see the Moonstone's gone, so they go after Team Rocket, and Onyx actually stops them. Mm-hmm. But they still have possession of the Moonstone, and that's when the Clefairies come in with a metronome attack. Well, this, uh, something I thought was funny, very insignificant. But yeah. uh, when Onyx goes to attack them, and Coughing counters it, they both drop, and when Coughing hits the ground, he goes like halfway in the ground, he's like halfway sticking out, with just the... Dumbest huge smile on his face sticking halfway <laughs> out of the ground. <laughs> I love coughing. I don't know why, but it's such a funny character. Coughing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, like you said, they get blasted uh, 
by the metronome attack, which seemed brutal. It was huge. I did not expect that. Yeah, that was that was brutal. So uh, Team Rocket blasts off for good, and then the Moonstones kind of start coming down from the sky. Mm-hmm. Right, it and exploded. Yeah, and that's when all the Clefairies evolve into Clefables. Yep, and. Uh, then Seymour tells the gang that he's going to stay with the Clefairies for good. Yeah, he plans to one day go to outer space with the Clefairy. Yeah, which is what? odd. What? <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. He's going to die so, in that cave. If you got attacked by some Zubats, any of those are going to die? He's going to live in a cave of <laughs> Clefairy? He's going to die soon. Yeah, if you if you remember the original games, walking through the cave, like... You get oh, a Zubat every, every two seconds. Zubats and Geodudes. Yeah, so he's he's not going to last, you know, a week in there. But anyway, <laughs> so that's that wraps up that story. And then we have a little, you know, epilogue here. Where the gang come across the scientists of Cerulean City. And uh, you can tell Matt, Misty is like a little bit, you know. Yeah, she makes a face. She makes a face. Which kind of shows you, if you remember in the games, Misty was the gym leader for mm-hmm. the uh, Cerulean gym. So we, at this point, we don't really know what's going to happen, you know. But if you remember the games, you know something's going to happen. And then, uh, of course, on the sign, Gary has written, Gary was here, Ash is a loser. So <laughs> <laughs> He had to. And then so Ash sprints off. Has to yeah. get there. So that was the... Sixth episode of Pokemon. Right. So, anything else before you give it a anything else you want to add before we give it a rating? No, but I will add. Um, this one was super nostalgic for me for some reason. I just always this is one that I remembered very very well. Uh, so I tried not to let that play a factor in my rating, but it, I feel like it kind of did. Because when I really step back and look at it, there's not much going on. It's all Mount Moon, but I don't know. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I wonder why, because I have that same feeling. Yeah, because it it's not a big episode. Why? Would, I don't know why I remember this one so well. I don't know. It's I guess it's just a memorable storyline. But yeah, I also remember liking this episode a lot as a kid. Maybe we had it on VHS tape or We something. had to have. That would make a lot of sense, but, actually. But yeah. Uh, but when I rewatched it, it honestly, I was like, it's not a great episode. It's just... It's a good episode, but nothing really happens. We are literally never on the same page with the ratings. <laughs> Speaking like of the ratings, did, I don't know if you saw the post, but Yu-Gi-Oh! has officially passed Pokemon the, last week. That. That was, that's kind of crazy. I forgot to do the ratings from episode 4, so I did it at the same time as 5. Yeah. And episode 5 was the first time ever that Yu-Gi-Oh! went ahead of Pokemon. That's crazy. But I don't know if you noticed, but they're always on like the same track. When one goes up, the other one goes up. one goes down, the other one goes down. It's, it must just be our feelings that we... Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we had a tough week. We're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is dumb. Yeah. I didn't want to do this. And then next week, yeah. oh, it was that bad. <laughs> so, uh, I guess I'll go first then. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't give it a terrible rating, but I just didn't think it added a lot. Mm-hmm. Or anything really happened. It wasn't particularly funny. The battles weren't particularly good. Um, no real storyline advancement. But it was a fun, fun episode nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Uh, 75. Okay. Yeah, not too bad. Um, I, do, I just like the whole... I like the setting of the episode in the caves. Uh, the battles were good, like especially seeing like Onyx and Pikachu teaming up and stuff. 
uh, after just battling in the gym. There was a lot of interesting stuff, and I, like I said, I remember it so well. I give it 81. Okay, so we weren't too far off on there. Now, 75 was actually what I was leaning towards originally. Yeah. And I was I, like, eh, I'm going to put it over 8, because I did like it. And I have noticed that you're usually a little bit harsher on the episodes than I am. Yeah, so. I usually am, and I was going to be, but I was like, you know what? It really wasn't that bad. Yeah, no. Like we said, it was a good nostalgic episode, but, you know, it wasn't great. No. no like you said, no storyline advancement at all. Yeah. Besides leading to Cerulean City, which, from last week being uh, the Pewter City battle, yeah. to this being only one episode in between getting to Cerulean City, yeah. that's better than it was getting to Pewter City through Viridian oh, Force. Absolutely, yeah. They're definitely rushing through this one. And even in the game, I feel like Getting to Pewter City took longer than, or didn't take as long as it takes from Pewter City going through Mount Moon to the. Oh, dude, yeah, that take, that's like the worst part of the games. That little battle road, yeah. I hate that. <laughs> and then Mount Moon is terrible. Yep. So, all right. Um, you ready to go into the Yu Gi Oh episode for this week? Yes, sir. The sixth episode of Yu Gi Oh is First Duel which was first broadcast in Japan, May 23rd, 2000, and in the United States, November 3rd, 2001. So, um, we take, this episode starts off, Joey is super pumped, he's ready to get that first duel in, you know, after Yugi defeating Weevil, I guess he just got real excited. Um, but Taya and Tristan are just kind of, you know, trash-talking him the whole time, saying that he's not going to win, and yeah. I thought that was really interesting. I saw a lot in this episode that Tristan and Taya were kind of just dicks to Joey a lot of the time. Completely yeah, unnecessary. This whole episode, I'm just thinking, like, it's such a difference, the way that they treat Yugi and the way that they treat Joey. Also, you can't forget how we're in, in the introduction of this episode is Pegasus. <laughs> just talking about how Pegasus was the how it opened. I completely It was like 10 seconds. That. It was nothing really to it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't write that down, but yeah, like you said, it was, it was really. Literally, he's just saying, "Hey, yeah, this is going just like I wanted. You're gonna find the top duel list." And that was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I didn't write it down because it doesn't yeah, really it happen. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. I just like Pegasus, though. So, uh, Joey's on the cliff, looking into the water. Very oh, such good dramatic Joey shots all the time. Oh, oh my God, dude! There's one shot in here that is just <laughs> so. Good. Over the top, but I love it. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, and then that's kind of when we lead into the flashback of Joey and his sister, and they're just hanging out at the beach and everything. Um, you know, it's just showing that they were close. Is really yeah, the whole point. He said the flashback was like, "Yeah, she's counting on me like she always has." And the flashback was like him going to the beach with her, and I was like, "She was." <laughs> Yeah, she's not really counting on anybody. She's supposed to go to the beach, dude. Yeah. Baby Joey's kind of cute, but it's also kind of annoying. It's kind of <laughs> creepy. Yeah, no, it is. Because he kind of sounds like the same, but he doesn't have as much of an accent, pretty yeah. much. Uh, they talk about how their parents are getting divorced and stuff, though. Yeah. Which automatically means they're getting split, I guess, is the way he was saying uh, it. Yeah, I guess that's something that had been in the works. Yeah, because I was like, well, <laughs> that's just automatic. Yeah. So then we go back to present time, and we see that May, Val, my, my Valentine, right? My. Mm -hmm. uh, 
she took them on star trips and she's uh you know kind of celebrating about that and then she sees the gang and she starts talking to him and she ends up challenging joey because he's the weakest yes also the shot of all the stadiums was really cool that was cool yeah Yeah, i like that there's like a bunch of stadiums with duels going on i thought that was pretty cool and i was thinking about it because i know we've been talking about how (laughs) there really weren't any rules released the only thing that happened was that weevil stole all the rules but i guess what happened was that they saw the battle stage and then they went out and found other ones yeah i guess this this episode showed me how rules don't apply to anything in this anime. Yeah, exactly. It was it was I was honestly getting kind of like I liked the episode a lot. The rules were just so frustrating. Yeah. Um Yeah, so then like so there's uh there my calls Joey the weakest and then Taya kind of follows up on my end. Everyone's yeah. whole episode, everyone's just talking about how weak Joey is and how he's never going to stand a chance. So they get the duel going, and uh, before it starts, you know, Joey kind of sets the rest of the plot for this episode, which is, hey, why do you fight? And she's like, you know, clothes, all this stuff. It's yeah. just a bunch of possessions. Possessions, yeah. Which is, it was a funny little moment, but. Uh, also, and, I like uh, when the. When the duel's starting, when they're getting up there, and Tristan just yells out, kick your butt! Yeah, yeah. when the duel <laughs> first starts, that's the only time that they really are in Joey's, like, side. Like, yeah, and exactly. And that's when Maya is like, hey, friendship isn't going to take you anywhere. And uh, Even though she kinda, just saw it literally when you do the duel last It literally episode. just happened last yeah. <laughs> But he, They came from it, that duel, apparently, is what they made it seem like. Yeah, and she starts the tease that happens a little bit later in the episode as well, that eventually Joey and Yugi are going to have to battle each other. And what's going to happen then? Which I guess is probably going to happen at some point in this arc. So that's a little bit of good foreshadowing. So I, I like that. But Joey but also the my... field. The field was very confusing because, I mean, you, you played Yu-Gi-Oh! You know there's the cards that enhance certain yeah. monsters' attacks. So how can this field be split 40-40-20? The whole field thing in this made no sense. Has been very confusing, and this one in particular that doesn't really make any sense at all. Yeah, so, so if you played on a certain part of your field, then it's boosted. But if it's not, it made no sense to me, and it never came into play. So it was pointless for them to even say that. They could have done fifty-fifty. Yeah, even. and, and then her get, side boost her, and his side boost him, and that would have been like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that's how it, it was. Never like no one ever played the card. And was like, ah, oh, this is if it was on that side, it would be boosted. It never came into yeah. play. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. They never really did anything with that. No, so, so I was like, no reason to do that. Yeah, so basically what's happening is that Mai is fighting for possessions, and Joey is fighting for his sister, and that's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, he's fighting for a reason. That kind of comes into play later. But did you hear the music when the duel started? I love the music <laughs> behind Mai. I wish we could get that, and that would be our theme song. <laughs> so, I know. I was like, whoa, this is sick. Also, did you notice when they um, – I don't remember what point, but it like goes out to like what would be a commercial break, and it comes back in. It's almost like sitcom music. When it comes back, it was like it was like you're coming back into a sitcom. I was like, what is this? <laughs> That's so weird. Because it was like super tense, and it yeah. cuts out. 
And when it comes back, it was like sitcom music, and then leads right back into them talking. I was like, "What the hell is that for? It doesn't make any sense." It was it was super tense when it went to break, and it comes back, and it was just like, yeah. so it just negated all the tension they built because I was like, "What? What? Now I'm just confused." Yeah. <laughs> there's some good tension in this battle. It's not too bad, but um, no, I like it because like there's always I as I always always remember there's always like this like weird Mai and Joey like. Like they kind of like each other, but they hate each other. Like I remember that going on for as long as I can remember the show. Oh, so cool. I like to see them dueling for the first time. Nice. Yeah, I don't really remember the character of my Valentine. Um. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the battle starts off. Joey isn't doing real well. Maya puts out her harpies lady, and she is <laughs> just running the field. Yeah, so. but, and also this was another thing. So. Joey puts out his, I can't remember, it was like a samurai, yeah. whose attack is lower than Harpy Lady, yeah. who then goes to try and attack Harpy Lady anyway, but then flying has an advantage because over any monster that walks, because it just flies up, and yeah. somehow that advantage means that, at first it looked like you just can't attack, but then it destroys it, which you would have destroyed it anyway, you don't even have to mention any boost because it was lower, so that would have yeah. happened. And so he lost some life points. I didn't even factor the amount because I was like, oh, that makes sense. Which later on, someone loses life points when they never should have lost life points. And I was, and it just took off a random number. So I was like, I should have paid attention to how much they lost there because that was probably just another random number again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they don't really follow the rules. Too. Yeah, the rules were so confusing here. Yeah, so... um, He plays another monster. I can't remember who he plays. Um, but the attack is the exact same as Harpy Lady with the yeah. boots. Exact same attack. And he attacks yeah. and he loses life points. How does Maybe that because of the boost. She, but she has an event. No, the bo- even with the boost, they were exactly the same. It was 1690. But they were like, oh, no, the wind monster still has an advantage. So, I mean, in Yu-Gi-Oh! now... They both would be destroyed because it's the same attack. But I remember yeah. some of the old games, there was type advantages. So, like, if someone was could have 500 life points and it could defeat someone that had 2,000 if they beat that adva- with the type advantage. But oh, wow. you never lost life points because of that. So they're the same. So he gets destroyed and loses life points. I don't know how that happens because they were equal. Yeah, that's so weird. I have no idea. Yeah, I was very confused. Yeah, so... Joey's getting, you know, his butt handed to him, and Yugi on the sidelines transforms into yes. Yami Yugi to be the coach for Joey. Yep. The, so then, you know, Joey kind of goes into his mind a little bit, like yeah, he's kind of like that was meditating. So trippy. I love that animation where it's just him slowly rotating, yeah. and then his head comes in from either side. And that's just so weird. That's the animation I was talking about earlier. I love that animation. It was tripping me out. I thought it was pretty cool, though. But in his, like, meditative state, he realizes what's happening. He smells different fragrances. And he realizes that um, Mai is actually using aromas on each card to kind of tell the difference between each of the cards. Yeah, which would be 60 different perfumes. Exactly. And you would have to... (laughs) memorize each of those perfumes and be able to distinctly tell okay that's you know whatever card it is and just and literally using that just for the advantage of getting in someone's head and making them think you have psychic abilities 
Because yeah. it gives you no benefit. It's just to get like someone rattled. So she's doing well, all that just to have a little bit of an advantage by rattling them. I was confused because didn't she know? I mean, maybe it's all mind games. But in this, in this game, it doesn't really matter because it could have been all mind games. But early when she was battling Rex, she knew what cards he was going to play before he played them. So did she add aromas to his cards? Maybe it was mind games. I have to go back and rewatch. Yeah, that that's episode. what I was thinking because she she pretty much tried the same thing with Joey when she was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, that card you just drew isn't going to help you either." Exactly. So it's just when she general. really didn't have an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. So also, I liked I'll, when uh, Yugi became Yami Yugi, and uh, Joey was like, "I believe anything you say when you have that look in your eye." <laughs> it's like it's not a look in his eye, dude. He grew. Three feet, and he's a different person with a completely different voice. <laughs> it's not yeah. a look he has. Because also, when he when he transformed, my and Joey both looked at him like, "What is going on?" And I was like, "Oh, they're going to acknowledge it." No, they didn't. <laughs> I, because I had the same thought as you, but then I was like, maybe he's talking about Yami Yugi specifically when he gets a look in his eye. I hope. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. So. uh Joey uses his time he uses his baby dragon and his time wizard, which I thought was pretty cool because it's bringing back the cards from the episode on the boat where he trades for all those cards and they showed the flashback and all that. But I thought that was pretty good, like capitalizing on that foreshadowing earlier in the episode. I thought that was a pretty good build. Yep. I have one problem. <laughs> um what was that? I'm very picky with this episode just because i know this card game so well now uh <laughs> so he she has the three harpy ladies out yes. um she played elegant egotist i think i can't remember what it is but um she plays that to get all three harpy ladies out joey needs a time wizard believes in the heart of the cards pulls the time wizard mm-hmm. uh he, he so he plays it which also i love that it says time magic like in a robot battle, that was sick. Because <laughs> you never hear any of them talk. <laughs> so I thought that was cool. But yeah. uh, that's not how Time Wizard works at all. <laughs> what he does is not how Time Wizard works. <laughs> so I did that. Time, if you you know uh, polymerization. I, I it sounds familiar. I would have to. It's a card where you, it's a magic spell card. You can play it and you combine monsters. Yeah, like a few. So to get, play. yeah, yeah. So to get thousand dragon, it's just using that card with time wizard and baby dragon. Okay. But the way he uses time wizard is it literally advances time thousands of years, which makes harpy's ladies older, and lose points, and his dragon get old and become thousand dragon. What yeah. time wizard is, is you play it and you flip a coin, and I think you get to pick or its heads, mm-hmm. all their monsters on the side of the field are destroyed. Or tails, all your monsters are destroyed. Oh, that's actually really cool. That sounds yeah, it is. Which makes yeah. no sense why they play it like this. And I do remember that that's how they did it. So even after that, which still doesn't make sense to me, is he attacks with Thousand Dragon, which you can't destroy all three Harpy Ladies with one monster attacking. Yeah. And it somehow lowers her points to zero also. But to be fair... The three Harpies ladies. I don't know how the game works, so I can tell you're about to pounce on me. But <laughs> I'm just listening. <laughs> she had, so she originally had one Harpies lady card, yes. and then she played the spell that transformed into three. 
So is it still just a one card? Honestly, what you just said isn't exactly right, but (laughs) (laughs) but it did remind me. So there is, I think there's three. There's Harpy Lady 1, Harpy Lady 2, Harpy Lady 3. They're all different cards. But I think if you play that Egotist card, what the actual spell card does is you can summon a Harpy Lady, or you can play this card that is literally called Harpy Lady Sisters. Okay. Which I just remembered. So that could have been it because it's three of them. Yes. I remember but there being if you lowered, his A dragon had what, like 2,400? Mm-hmm. So that means that the Harpy Lady Sister card would have to be down to 400 for him to win. Yeah, I think, I mean, they took Which off. Which didn't, it didn't take it down to 400. No, it didn't. It was so over that's what I'm saying. The math with the life points, the timers are not working. This one, no rules applied to this duel at all. But I yeah. did, I really enjoyed this episode. I love watching them battle. So yep. I was just, I was so conflicted. And I was yeah, so confused, so- but he won and he got two star chips now. Yeah. So uh, one thing I really liked about this episode was that... Sorry, the I had a good rant. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, love I was just getting mad watching it because I was like, this isn't how it works. <laughs> I just love that it started out with, okay, you're wrong. But <laughs> no, you were completely right. <laughs> wrong. But I was like, you have a point, and it reminded me of something. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that the battle started and ended in one episode. That, yes, that I, was awesome. Because I was thinking this whole episode, I'm like, I'll be honest, I wasn't very invested in this battle because they're not going to knock out Joey in the first round. And I, I don't know. I just wasn't as invested as I was with the Yugi Weevil. Even though they're not going to knock out Yugi in the first round, I just felt like there was more stakes. Could you imagine if they knocked out Yugi in the first round and he lost his grandfather's deck to Weevil? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. as soon as he gets to this tournament to get his grandfather, so he loses his grandfather's soul, his grandfather's <laughs> deck, and he's eliminated. <laughs> nah, I'd be invested in that. But I don't know. I just I wasn't as invested, and I was thinking the whole episode. I was like, this is going to be a two-parter too. So I thought the same thing, and I yeah. and I it would have been better as a two-parter, honestly. Even though I yeah. hate the two-parters, but they just like squeezed in so much stuff. And it went so fast. Well, I mean, I do like that, but they almost made the rules not make sense to make this fit in, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, like you were saying, there's a lot of weird things going on in the duel. I didn't like how the uh, Taya and Tristan were just kind of, you know, trash talking Joey the whole time, the whole episode. Basically. Yeah, but if you remember, Joey and Tristan are bullies, or were yeah, bullies. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. They were bullies, and Joey's a little bit of a loud mouth. And yeah, and I, like, I think of like my relationship with my friends, and that's probably yeah. exactly how it would go. Yeah, exactly. It so. probably would never be like, kick his butt, dude. Yeah, no, well, with your <laughs> friends, definitely not. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but overall, like, it was a good episode. There's a lot of things I like about it, but it wasn't amazing. No, I just I like seeing Harpy Ladies, Time yeah. Wizard, Baby Dragon, like just all these cards were it was making me super hype and I was getting into it. Yeah. Uh, I honestly if they didn't like mess the rules up so much, I probably would have went like into the night like high nineties for this. Oh really? I was just, I was okay. really enjoying it. Yeah. So um I'll give my rating first. Go ahead. I actually gave it the same rating as my Pokemon episode. I went for seventy five. It was a good episode. But I just wasn't as invested in it for whatever reason. 
Um, I'm not a big fan of Joey as a character. I think that's the main reason I didn't like this episode as much. And it's the entire episode is based around Joey, which I imagine a lot of stories in this arc are going to be based around Joey. But it was a good episode nonetheless. I, I, I prefer it when it's based around Yugi, but 75. So you're going to be a little bit shocked here. Okay. So I did give it an 84. Okay. I was super hype on it. Um, like I said, it definitely had its problems. Mm-hmm. But overall, I just really enjoyed it. Um, but with that score, that is going to give this episode an 80. Yeah. And Pokemon, a 78. That's yep. two weeks in a row that Yu-Gi-Oh! is above Pokemon right now. Yep. Which we did call. We said that there was going to be more filler in Pokemon, and the plot just thickens in Yu-Gi-Oh! constantly. Also, I just thought about this. Where's Bakura at? They keep giving these little hints at Bakura, like, oh. every four episodes or three episodes, and now it's like, where is he? I thought he would have been involved by now. That's a good point. I forgot about that guy. The guy that was just off in the woods. And yeah, they're just, like, What's he I know that he's, like, a main character, but they're bringing in all these little side characters, giving them, like, their own episodes. Like, Weevil. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to assume Rex is the next episode. What about that fish guy? I like the oh, fish Mako. guy. Oh, Mako. Yeah, that would probably make sense. He, pro- he might be. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that still cracks me up when they're showing the crowd <laughs> and it's like just regular people. <laughs> just a dude shirt with the harpoon and like this crazy hair. That would be you um, if you go. Yeah. That that's exactly what I would be. I wouldn't be as Jack though. Not quite. <laughs> All right. Well, you got anything left? Uh, no, that's pretty much it for this week. As far as you go and Pokemon reviews go, um, you want to go to the question of the week? Yeah, I'm so down. All right. You got well, one this week? I do. Sweet. The question of the week this week is, who's your favorite sidekick from Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh? And we're going to keep it to the original for Pokemon, which would be Misty, Brock, uh, maybe, <laughs> no. I was going to say maybe Pikachu, but we're not going to I was going to say that, too, and I was like, well, that's just an easy pick. Yeah, because everyone picked Pikachu then. And then, of course, on Yu-Gi-Oh, you got Joey, Tristan, and Taya. So. Also, now I'm thinking... For next week, I have a question. Okay. Just just got one, so I'm going to write that down. <laughs> All right, write it down, for real. <laughs> I mean, nobody knows, but we are terrible at having questions of the week. They're usually <laughs> made up almost on the spot, so we actually have one for next week. <laughs> um, but you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. I'm going to go Joey Wheeler. Wow. And it's not because I think he's cool and a good sidekick character. I just think he's hilarious. <laughs> unintentionally hilarious not what everything not what he says is funny but the accent is amazing and he's always in the weirdest situations and his facial reactions in the show are over the top i think he's just a ridiculous over the top character and yeah. that makes it easier to watch okay. like i was thinking like brock or missy i don't like either one that much i think like they don't do much for the show I was going to say, <laughs> right after you say that, <laughs> I'm going to go with Brock. Because, one, he's super entertaining. And, uh, two, he, like, you can tell, especially in this episode of Pokemon, I didn't really go into it in the review, but he's really, like, bringing Ash. He's making Ash better, in my opinion. And he's also, yeah. you can tell that he cares about Pokemon, and he has his own thing going on. Um I mean, obviously, we haven't really been introduced to 
Misty's backstory yet, which we'll probably be introduced to next episode. Well, how about when Brock's real character is revealed? What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> the real side <laughs> of Brock? <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't fly today. <laughs> He'd get me too pretty quick, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. He definitely <laughs> is a little bit of a pervert. But... <laughs> no, he definitely is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is weird you know, because we have like no idea of that side yet. Like what they're showing is like he's just like he takes care of his family. He yeah. as like he's so about Pokemon. He makes Pokemon food specifically for each one. And yeah. it's like I guarantee you, as soon as we get to Cerulean City, he's gonna go to the Pokemon Center and you're gonna start realizing like what, what like not like watching it now. I'm like. I never knew he had like any real characterization other than that he was obsessed with all these girls and was super creepy about it. <laughs> you know, maybe I'm looking through with rose colored glasses. I'm gonna wait until <laughs> we see the next episode. I don't remember him being as much of a predator as you are. <laughs> I remember him being creepy, but in a enjoyable way. But I was I might just be on that on some of those weird fan art pages too much or something. <laughs> That's exactly what's going on. You and your uh, Brock slash Nurse Joy <laughs> fan page that you run. <laughs> That's uh, BrockNurseJoy.com. <laughs> Give it a nice plug. Shameless um, plug. <laughs> okay, so that was the question of the week. Um, yeah. I think that's it for this week. Anything you want to add? No, but I do want to plug our pages. I feel like I haven't done that much, uh, but I've, I've been starting to get a lot of like messages and people commenting saying where they're at in the series like people are listening so i'm pretty hyped i we just had a a decent bit of listeners show up on spotify this past week almost doubled our listenership so um i just want to let you guys know if you want to follow us on twitter and instagram it's Yu-Gi-Oh pokemon pd um you can i mean that's really you can message us on there, comment, whatever. Let us know how you like it, what you want to hear. We're on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Just search Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon Review. Um, rate us. It, it helps a lot. Uh, give us a review. Uh, it just boosts us up in the search. And I want to thank you for running those pages. I saw you've been putting a lot of work into the Instagram page especially. And- yeah, this past two weeks, I feel like I was slacking a little bit. Uh, it's nah. just been big, so... Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, um, I think I found out the sign off for this week. So, wow, my magic, <laughs> kick his butt, dude. <laughs>